رادیو رومی everyone welcome back to another episode of radio rumi it is a sunday afternoon late in the afternoon it is raining and i am once again sitting with my cat shadow and my notes near me welcoming you to another conversation about rumi and his poetry i was thinking about including something in our conversation about Christmas. We have all been experiencing it on different levels, depending on how it's celebrated. I come from a Muslim background, but we have a great deal of love and respect for Jesus. It's embedded in the culture. But also it's a holiday and people travel and see each other. So I just had a lovely visit from a friend whom I actually met through Radio Rumi. Isn't that just wonderful? I sometimes think about the people whom I get to meet or speak with or write to related to Radio Rumi in the context that Rumi loved most, and that was connecting people with each other. And he's doing it through these series as well, as he has done through his poetry all through the time passed between his life and ours, which is over 800 years. So I was thinking about Christmas and the poetry of Rumi. I think it's important to try and bring things that are related to our everyday experience into these conversations. And the thoughts that kind of most immediately came to mind were light, birth, beginning, celebration, beauty, and healing. And all of these thoughts are, of course, totally interconnected. So I'm going to talk to you about these related and interconnected concepts. And when the holiday is over and my colleagues are back to their offices, they will help me post this episode for you all to listen to. With that, let me start on the general feelings that we may have about light and beauty. And as I was thinking about these concepts, one thing that came to mind was that both light and beauty are extremely generous. That is, they give of themselves by just being there. When light is released into a room, it's just going to fill that room. It spreads and it counters darkness and confusion and not being able to see. The same is true of beauty. When you look at it, by just being there, it gives of itself. In fact, Rumi says about the moon, 
ما به دریوزه حسن تو ز دور آمده ایم This is a line that I've read to you before and not so long ago ما به دریوزه حسن تو ز دور آمده ایم I've come a long way begging for your beauty and if you remember I said Perhaps the only thing in which begging is okay is beauty and maybe light. And then he goes on to say, I've come a long way begging for your beauty because I know the moon gives freely of its light. Simply, its bright appearance is a symbol of giving and generosity. On that note, let's linger a little bit on the significance of the concept of light. For Muslims, the concept of light is very central. In fact, perhaps the most central concept because in the Quran, God describes himself or herself in terms of the light of the heavens and the earth. The verse goes on to say, that the likeness of this light is as if there was a niche and within it a lamp, the lamp enclosed in glass, the glass as if it were a brilliant star lit from a blessed olive tree, neither of the east nor of the west. Now these are Quranic words and there are so many different interpretations ranging from very literal to very symbolic. But it's also interesting that the Muslims believe that Jesus ascended to the heavens. In other words, when he was put on cross, he did not actually lose his life. It appeared to people as if he did, but he ascended to the fourth heaven. And what connects that idea with the idea of light is that the fourth heaven where Jesus ascends to is also the place where the sun lives. The association of the two is constant within Persian poetry, within the Islamic tradition as a whole. Now, this is not a scientific discussion of the heavenly bodies or any kind of attempt to prove anything physical. It is about the way symbolically the readers of Rumi's poetry associate God with light and Jesus also with light. And so the Christmas time for them too is a time of generosity and giving and connecting with each other through the concept and the presence of the figure of Jesus. Listen to this verse from Rumi's Ghazal number 76. And the basic concept behind it is that God's light is so widespread, so present, that in fact for us human beings, it is very difficult to see it. It's also difficult because it doesn't have a likeness. It's very hard to compare it to anything. And then in these lines, Rumi explains that that is why in the verse of light, God uses the example of a lamp because he wants to help us see and understand something which otherwise is very difficult for us to perceive. Take it 
تشبیه ندارد او و از لطف روا دارد زیرا که همی داند ضعف بسر ما را فرمود که نور من ماننده مصباح است مشکات و زجاجه گفت سینه و بسر ما را How can God's light fit in color and design در رنگ کجا آید در نقش کجا گنجد It does not fit into design It does not fit into color And now he adds a very subtle and important interpretation He's talking about the light of God, but then he says, Nuri ke malak saazat jisme bashar maara. The light that turns our human body into an angelic presence. So with this line, he brings a little bit of God's light into our being. And then he goes on to say, تشبیه ندارد او و از لطف روا دارد زیرا که همی داند زعف بسر ما را. He's like nothing, cannot be compared to anything. But he's so kind that he decides to counter our inability to see. And we will see time and again that the act of seeing is also central to the concept of light. Because if we don't make an effort to see, or if we are not able to see, then the light is wasted. So back to this line, he's not like anything else, but because he knows our difficulty to see, he finds a likeness for himself. And therefore, he says in the Quranic verse, فرمود که نور من ماننده هست. He said, my light is like the light of a lamp. And then he gives another interpretation. He compared our chest and our eyes to the niche in which the glass, in which the light of God is preserved in that likeness described in the Quran. So here Rumi gives another interesting and very personal interpretation of this verse of light by saying that when God talks about its own light being in a lamp, he's talking about our body, our eyes. In other words, we can embody the light of God. And then he gives all of this light a healing quality or rather connects it to a healing quality through the person of Jesus, who in the Persian tradition also is a life giver, is a healer, is the one who can bring a dead body back to life. And of course, Rumi gives all kinds of literal as well as poetic and symbolic interpretation of this verse. که بپرسد چو تو این خسته و رنجور تو را ای مسیح از پی پرسیدن رنجور بیا Who is going to ask about this person who's suffering from illness? Oh my Jesus, come, come and ask about this رنجور of the suffering person. دست خود بر سر رنجور بنه که چونی از گناهش به میندی شو بکین دست مخوا. Put your hands on the head of the sick person in a gesture which means how are you? 
Do not think of the wrongdoings. Do not think of bad things. Just think about healing. آنکه خورشید بلا بر سر او تیغ زده است گستران بر سر او سایه احسان و رضا the one who's been suffering under the extreme heat of the sun which came like a calamity a bala like a disaster you spread the shade of goodness and gratitude over his head now this is very interesting the healing of this person is happening by being given goodness and gratitude about which we have spoken before so those are among the most important healing qualities which human beings themselves have in mughassir be 200 ranj sazawar shode ast likzan lutf be juz afw karam nist sazaw this is the concept rumi talks about all the time we make mistakes we do things that are not always right but the goodness the kindness and the generosity that comes from the truth supreme from god from jesus whatever words you use for it that is kind and healing so focus on that focus on what can be done to make things better as opposed to what is wrong to shafawi now he's talking about the symbolic and healing presence of jesus تو شفای چو بیایی خوش و رو بنمایی سپه رنج گریزند سپه رنج گریزند و نمایند قفا You are healing You are betterment When you come and show your face The army of suffering and pain runs away Because it gets defeated Now I want to put an emphasis on the word ruben mai which is showing your face that showing of the beauty of the face of the radiance of the face and by the person the sufferer seeing it is a healing combination like nothing else that rumi ever talks about and then he goes on to say hama alam chutanandu تو سر و جان همه کی شود زنده تنی که سر او گشت جدا this jesus this healing presence is like the head of the body that is the humanity how could a body live without its head in other words we can have everything that we think are the tools of making us happy the things that could give us happiness if that beautiful and healing presence is not in our lives we are like bodies without their head ای تو سرچشمه حیوان و حیات همگان جوی ما خشک شده است از این سو بگشا oh you who are the fountain of life for everything everywhere we are like a small stream of water that is threatened by drawing up all the time we can just disappear give us of the water of life which gushes forth 
from your presence, your healing presence. Now, Rumi talks about this healing presence, this spreading life. In fact, as he describes to us the whole story of creation. As del khial del bari barkar na gahan sari manande mau has ofuq manande gul as giao juml khialat jahan pish khial u davan manand ahan parha as jazbe ahan rabao. The thought of the beauty of a beloved showed itself all of a sudden like the moon rising on the horizon, like flowers growing from the heart of the earth. Every thought, every image, every beauty derived itself from this central presence and was pulled to it like pieces of iron being pulled to a magnet. Olam Chuku Hetu Shut Harzarei Pornu Shut Monande Musa Ruham of Dod Bihu Shazlaho. Now there are stories about Prophet Moses, who is also deeply loved and respected in the Islamic tradition. And one of these stories is that Moses wanted to see God and kept saying, Please show yourself to me. And God said, you cannot take it. And finally, he said, okay, I'm going to show my manifestation on the body of the Mount Tour, where Moses went to meditate and talk with God. And when he did that, that reflection on the mountain was so strong that brought the mountain into movement. And Moses fell unconscious for a short while. Now, in the world that Rumi brings to us, God's light is everywhere. Whether it's in the presence of Moses or Jesus or Muhammad or the beauty of the world, the flowers, the moon, the sun, they are all spreading that light. And you might say, oh, then it should be so easy to get this light, to see this light and to connect with it. And he would respond, actually, this totally overt and totally strong presence could itself make it very difficult for us to see. Just like when the sun is out there spread everywhere, you might totally forget that you yourself and your world are drowned, fully covered in the sunlight. Zenu Rafshan, Zenu Rafshan, Natani di Zotashra, Bebin Bauri, Bebin Bauri, Tajali Safatira. Because this light is so present and so spread everywhere, you may not see it. So try to look at its impact first. It is easier to see its impact, its indirect, and then that could lead you to the source of the light. Jaunis chun sho'le vali dudash zenurash bishtar. Jaunis chun sho'le vali dudash zenurash bishtar. Chundud as hat bogzarat dar khawne nanma yadziyaw. 
گردود را کمتر کنی از نور شعله برخوری از نور تو روشن شود هم این سرا هم آن سرا inside a human being there is john the life the soul the force of living which is like a flame but the flame gives both light and smoke it's very realistic isn't it if you have a candle the candle flame gives both light and smoke and then he goes on to say chandud as had bogzarat dar khane nanmayat zia if the dude becomes too much the light cannot be seen now of course we can do a whole program trying to interpret what this dude means of course you know by now the light is the beauty is honesty is openness its goodness and the smoke is everything that distracts us from that light be it greed extreme ambition fear too much hesitation too much anger of course rumi is very aware of the fact that we are all human beings and these are human qualities it is not possible and maybe not even desirable for us to kill these things in ourselves but it's a question of proportion gardud ra kam tar koni az nur shu'le barkhori gardud ra kam tar koni az nur shu'le barkhori az nur tu roshan shavad ham in sara If you make the smoke less, then you can see the brightness of the flame even more. That light brightens this house that you have here and the other house. That is the house that this eye cannot see, the house of your soul, the house of your comfort and being and gratitude and satisfaction and basically well-being narumi goes even further than that about the light of human beings and what can this inner light become in another ghazal which is very very well known to persian speakers and has been put to music often he says garjan aashiq dam zanat aatash dar in aalam zanat min aalam bi asra chun ذره ها بر هم زند خورشید افتد در کمی از نور جان آدمی کم پرس از نامحرمان آنجا که محرم کم زند if the soul of the lover speaks a word it could set fire in the whole world if the lover's soul speaks one word it could set fire to all existence in alam when alam bi asra chun zarra ha bar ham zanat and this world around us which is a world built by hands a world that could fall to pieces that it's made out of particles coming together it could disperse it again like particles basically what he's saying is that if you fall in love and that's a deep and selfless love and it's connected with the goodness of the universe light of the universe then your soul 
could speak words that could bring about revolutions in people's inner and outer lives. And perhaps Rumi himself is a great example of that. After 800 years, we are here listening to what he has to say, and many of us can say that it has brought about significant changes in our lives. Okay, reading the line again. گرجان آشق دم زند آتش در این آلم زند بین آلم بی اصل را چون ذره ها برهم زند If the soul of the lover speaks one word, it will set fire to the whole existence and this world made out of particles that does not have an origin outside things could fall into pieces into its particles. خورشید افتد در کمی از نور جان آدمی کم پرس از نامهرمان آنجا که محرم کم زند This is a beautiful verse bringing in the sun, the light, the light of the human soul, the fourth heavens, the presence of Jesus, all of that. So what is he saying? After that moment, describing the first line when the lover's soul spoke, even the sun will fall rather short of giving light. Compared to what? To the light of the human inner soul. And don't even ask about other beings and other things. When the sun, which is mahram to the presence of Jesus in the fourth heaven, is now feeling that it's short of light. In other words, Allow the light of love to come into your life, the light of generosity, the light of giving, and you can turn your own life and other lives around. And as I said earlier, all of this depends on coming face to face with that divine beauty. The concept of Lago, seeing that beauty, is central to all of this. If we close our eyes, or if we cover ourselves, that light will stay outside and we will remain deprived. In other words, our own human agency, our moving in that direction is a very, very important part and parcel of this, of receiving this light. Ham هم دافع رنج و هم شفاییم همه هم آب حیات و هم سقاییم همه We are all mirrors and we are all the power of seeing face to face with the divine. We are all intoxicated with that light, with that wine in the piale, in the wine cup. We are ourselves the power of healing. We are the water of life. We are also the cupbearer, the giver of the water. Emphasizing this even further, he says, On the way of seeking, and quest for that truth supreme, we have to learn how to get there. In fact, 
we have to have arrived before we can begin to go. If it sounds like a paradox, it is a paradox. There are lots of paradoxes in this mystical teachings. In a way, you have to have tasted something and reached somewhere before you get the energy to go for it. بی چشمی خیش را دوا کن ورنه عالم همه اوست دیده می باید. You have to heal your inability to see because the whole world is enlivened with this presence. All you need are a pair of eyes able to see. Let me end with two short pieces. One is that Time and again, as we have seen in the past, and in here too, Rumi wants to warn you against sadness. And yes, he's aware that not every occasion for sadness is in our control. There are times when we are sad and we can't do anything about it. But what he's saying is, try as far as you can to get away from it, because Only after you seek happiness, you seek that energy that your body begins to make room and your soul begins to make room for all that divine presence. This bird, the heart of the lover, is the legendary phoenix, Simor. Where this bird can fly is out of our imagination. In other words, do not tie the wings of this bird with sadness and with inaction. در خانه قم بودن از همت دون باشد ان در دل دون همت اسرار تو چون باشد. To stay imprisoned in the house of sadness could be caused by not asking for more. Ask for more. Ask for happiness. And در دل دون همت اسرار تو چون باشد. If the heart asks for very little, it is not going to get all the glorious light that we are talking about. Ask for it. Simorg dil aashq dar daam kujo gunjat parvaz chenin morgi as koon burun baushat. The phoenix, the legendary bird that is the heart of the lover, does not fit. in a snare does not fit in a cage it flies beyond the realm of being and on that high flying thought let me leave you with one quote of rumi so this was quoted by a historian who wrote about him about 80 years after his death but quoted a lot of people who were present in Rumi's time. Rumi said about himself, he is that joyful healing thought that comes to us out of his words. Manon jism nistam ke dar nazara ashqan manzur gashtam. According to this quote, Rumi said, I am not that physical presence that you observe. Balke manon zawqam va khushi که در جان مرید از کلام من سرزند. But I am that sense of joy and happiness that is felt inside by those who listen to my words.
الله الله اگر آن دم را دریابی و آن زوغ را بچشی غنیمت میدار و شکرها میگذار که آن منم If you feel that joy, that well-being, that happiness, if you taste it by listening to my words, treasure that moment and express gratitude for that is me. I think this is a wonderful place to leave you. Looking forward to talking with you very soon again through Radio Rumi. Wishing you a wonderful new year, which is going to arrive soon. And Merry Christmas to you all.